From the Transverse Network, this is The Transgender Show, an interview program about gender discovery and self-acceptance. I'm your host, Emily. This week on the show is British gamer girl Isabel, founder of Incredibly Trans on Instagram. When did you first realize you were different? What were the clues for you when you were a, a child that the gender you were born in wasn't, wasn't the one that was right for you? For me, it was always li- little, little things. So it's like... <laughs> The, the agonizing jealousy I had of, of girls at school. I was just sitting there like, I wish I could do that. I wish I could wear that or that that sort of thing. So I went through all of my school life completely jealous of every single girl that walked past me, mm-hmm. which was, was, was fun. <laughs> and then every, there was all these types of things that you were told as a child boys are supposed to like this, girls are supposed to like that, and I'm just sitting there, well, I don't like that or that, I'm just somewhere in the middle. Mm. And then, as, as I grew up more, I sort of went, but I want to dress all pretty, and I went, what did you make up and all that sort of thing. And where, where I was at that time of my life, it was one of those things that you were never going to do, that's not something you should be doing at all, and I'm just like, okay, mm. I hide in the corner for a bit more then. <laughs> So what was it for you that finally gave you the courage or gave you the, the drive or, um, you know, sort of cracked your egg in a way to start exploring that sort of thing? As soon as I went to my first Pride event, I, I literally saw every single person doing whatever they wanted to do with their lives. And at that moment, I sat there was like, okay, I can finally do this. Because it, it took that point in time for me to actually see that it's possible for me to actually go, you know what, fuck it, I'm doing it now. Mm -hmm. And you actually kind of came out with a bang, didn't you? Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. As explosive as you could get, I just went, bang! Changed my name, changed this, changed that. Everything I could do in one week, I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not everybody liked this, but it happened. In one week. So how did you get your name changed in a week? <laughs> in, in, in the UK, it's stupidly, stupidly easy to change your name. Okay. Like, I, I could change it now and it would be on a legal piece of paper tomorrow. <laughs> like, that, that's how easy it is. Wow. So, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. So you you changed your name and then and then just started presenting right away like that? Yeah. Yeah. Where did you start? Where did you first um, come out, or who did you first come out to? So, the very first person I came out to, I was having a random conversation, which started off completely unrelating to anything. Mm-hmm. And then it sort of drifted ever so gently because I nudged it in one direction. I was like, <laughs> I need to tell someone now. <laughs> so, I was sitting there like, you know, I, f- I, f- I think I might be trans. And I was like, and she was like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> and I, I was just talking to her about it, and ever like she just couldn't understand why I didn't do it before. Hmm. So she, she was like, "You've been quote unquote acting for your entire life. Mm. Like, why now?" Mm. And then I told her about the pride event and all that sort of thing that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. She was like, I mean, like that would that is a powerful catalyst. As soon as you see what you want to do, someone actually doing it, you're like, it gives you that much more push to and drive to do it. Because, you know, it's it's something that you can physically see. Yeah. And as yeah. as as I was as I was talking to her about it, it just became more and more something that. I shouldn't be hiding anymore. And ever since that day, I just went, you know what? I'm going to do this now. Hmm. That's wonderful to have that person behind you, um, the, especially the one that was just like, yeah, not surprised. Do you know, yeah. did you get from her why, what what aspects of it she wasn't surprised about? I mean, why? what about you kind of led her to think that she, was a possibility? She mentioned to me that it was just because I'm, I've always acted femininely. I don't understand how. No one's ever told me this. 
So it's just, it's just like, you've always been a naturally feminine person anyway, in the way you talk, the way you act, the way you do this, that and the other. And I'm just sitting there like, I haven't noticed this at all. But just like, it would, really wouldn't surprise me because when when I first came out a while ago as um, bi, they, they, everyone was like, yeah, that's, that, that just hits you like a T, that is you. I was like, okay. Hmm. But I kept thinking something else was wrong, or that that was the. I kept voicing that everything else was there was something else wrong. But mm. deep down, I knew what was wrong, but I couldn't do it yet. I was just like, I need to do it now, but I can't. And I I love that you were you were so scared of it, and every time you come out, people are like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I know it, but I know a lot of people don't get that blessing. So it's it's. It sucks, but at the same time, it can be both. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing to remember is that no matter what, no matter what everybody else's reaction is or whatever, you have to come out when you're ready. You have to do it on, on your terms and on your timeline. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so what was your the level of acceptance from your family? It was, what's the word? It was very mixed to begin with. Because obviously I came out very, very, very explosively. I literally just exploded, <laughs> and everyone kind of went, "You know what? I gotta, I gotta kind of take a step back from this a minute and figure out what the hell just happened." Because, yeah. <laughs> because I, I, I got very good in my early years of hiding every single aspect so nobody could, quote unquote, suspect the thing, mm -hmm. and. As soon as I came out, my family were like, hang on a minute, what? <laughs> where, where did this come from? <laughs> and, yeah. Whereas now they're kind of a lot more supportive mm. in many different senses. Then they just needed that time to sort of catch up to where I was. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how slow you come out or, or, or how you do it. it, it it takes people time so yeah yeah you gotta like i said you gotta uh, do it on your own time time and in the way you need to do it and sometimes it's just like bang there it is <laughs> and be done yep yep all right much to the shock of my manager at work that one day <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun story yeah um and we'll we'll get to that in, in just a sec um archer pendragon i wanted to say that um yeah we'll all copy that question and i'll ask it um towards the end of the show and uh, that's perfect if you have any questions there in the audience please as usual type at the transgender show before your question it highlights it nicely in obs so i can see it and won't miss it and then we'll get it in whenever it whenever it fits all right so yeah let's go ahead and get into that that story isabel um how did you come out at work so, so i i literally just got Got dressed up all nice and sort of got me nice, nice new dress on that I had much love for. It's just a ni nice lacy black dress. It was the very first one I bought. And I got, did all my makeup all nice and everything. And I just went on a power walk from my house to my workplace and just walked straight into the back room and went, Hi! <laughs> to which she turned around and went, This is a, a staff-only area. And she stopped mid-sentence and was like, Okay. <laughs> she was like, okay, so what, what, what? <laughs> what's going on here? Because <laughs> she obviously did not have any notion of what was going on. No, no. And you were working like, in retail at that time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still do. I oh, still do? Okay. Yeah, but no, she had no notion of it at all. And the, the moment I walked in, she was like, okay, what's, what's going on here? Is this the sort of part-time thing and a uh, full-time thing? Like, what, 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 I had to sit down for, with her for a bit to explain what the hell was going on now. Because <laughs> she was not very knowledgeable on anything, so it was like she didn't know what the hell to say or do or how to act or what to do or say. Like, mm. she, she was just in complete shock. <laughs> Did she have access to an HR team that she could call to, to find that stuff out? Nope. Just on her own. Nope. Wow. Yep. So, so her resource was me. <laughs> So how did she do with it, you feel? 
Um, as good as you can expect, and haven't had that sort of bomb dropped on you. <laughs> That's kind of a good thing, uh, right? Since you realize what you're doing, that you're just kind of... <laughs> Here it is. I, I, li so, I, I literally just dropped a nuclear bomb on uh -huh. everybody around my life. I just went bang. But then it's easier Explosion. to yeah, it's easier to kind of cut them some slack and understand when they they struggle because it's it hits them so hard so yeah. fast. I, I I just literally wanted to walk in and be like like bang, this is me now, and this is how you're gonna see me from now on. Like I I'm not doing anything else. This is me. Mm -hmm. I, I I needed. Because I kept putting it off and putting it off because it was I had like a few days holiday. I was like, I need to do this now before I walk in on my next shift and be like, yep, this is me now. Because that would have been so awkward. I love. So I, I gave it a few days to sink in before I had to go back to work. Oh, okay. So, it's just, so it would make it a lot easier and not awkward. Mhm. Mm yeah. There's... I mean, the amount of time. The, the amount of times. As as I mentioned later on, mm -hmm. is is the amount of times she messed up my name from the name I changed it to and then the name my, my name now because I I changed my name a few times. But yeah, it was it was it's very interesting. Yeah, so yeah, that that's a nice thing in the UK that you can change your name easily apparently, and you can try something out yeah. and go that that doesn't that doesn't work. <laughs> You're. Yeah. Your alias list for the Secret Service has got to be uh, pretty long there. Yeah, they, they must have updated that list a few times. <laughs> I love Rosa's comment. Okay, I'm trans. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I literally just walked in and went, Hi, I'm trans now. <laughs> like, yeah, this is me. Mm. Deal with it. What I would love is um, it would be brutal to like do that and then realize that the day you did it just happened to be Halloween and you weren't even you weren't even paying attention because you're you know you get in your head of like like okay I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it on Monday and then you just you just go into your, and then it's like, it would be Halloween I mean, and then like it's, oh no it, I really it was mean close. this it's only a month out oh yeah <laughs> I I will remember that day vividly August twenty ninth twenty nineteen. How did your fan, your friends, your fans, how did your friends accept it? I mean, my friends can be my fans if they like. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in IRL sense, I don't have a lot of friends because I usually keep to myself. Mm. Like, like I've got my work friends and that's about it. Okay. So, but, but when it comes to online friends, I've got so many friends now, it's so difficult to keep track of everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's, I get that. It's 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 like the moment I came out, I I started seeking Discord communities because that's where I was active at the time. Like I was, God knows how many gaming communities. I I lost track of those as well. But that's that's when I stumbled from Transvengers and met all my long-standing friends now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how you got into Trans Community Center, right? Because you yeah. started out on the Transvenger server, and then when that split and went a couple ways, you ended up on Trans Community Center. Yeah. To make sure I was a member for a while, and then was like, hey, I want to be staff now. <laughs> yeah, and now you're just practically running the show over there, right? <laughs> Where is that? Where is Ashley, by the way? I I, I gotta choose my next words carefully here. <laughs> I'm not trying to start crap. I'm just that. Uh... <laughs> oh, I know. Uh... Oh, ask it again, Julie. I I don't understand. I'm Julie's trying to ask a, a question about that. How did I, or or yes. how did I get involved in I, transgender or the trans community center? I I'm just sat there with um puppeteer strings on Ashley getting her to do things. <laughs> yeah. It's, she's, it, she's gonna hit me later. <laughs> it's it's all about uh, knowing how to to gently nudge people in the right direction and be and get them to think it was their idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, how long after coming out did you find community? When did you kind of start looking that up, or was it before you came out? I I was looking around beforehand, but the. Sort of week after I came out, I was like, "Yeah, I need, I need, I need to talk to people now," because I, I started to not, I 
when I came out, I didn't know a lot. So I was like, well, I've, I've come out socially, what do I do now? Because <laughs> I, I, I was like, okay, I don't know how to do makeup, I don't know how to do this, I don't know how to do that. I was like, I need to find a community of people that know these things. <laughs> <laughs> which is when I started scrolling for Instagram, which is when I found, ra completely randomly, I found a post from Megan. Mm -hmm. To which led me to Transvengers, to which then I started speaking to Ashley, which was the first person I met. And then one thing led to another and another and another, and now I know I love friends of people. Isn't it great? I, I just love that community and, and being part of that. That was so fun. Did you, um, were you watching the Transvengers show and getting into Twitch, or were you mainly in the, uh, just on the Discord side? I was mainly on the Discord. I think I watched the show once or twice. But it it always sort of coincided with when I went to sleep for work the next day, so it was hard to watch for my time schedule. So I'd always end up just doing a bunch of things on Discord instead. Hmm. Yeah, get to uh, Peach's comment or question here. Um... You've come so far in such a short time in both your personal transition and your social presence with your incredibly incredible trans channel growing so quickly and getting such a great response from the community. Do you ever find yourself comparing your progress to others? Does it give you pride or, or help you seeing um, the different takes on being trans? Is that in regards to Instagram? I would, I would think so. Yeah, I mean that—that's where um, you're really focusing on trans people's stories and getting their perspective. So I would think that would probably predominantly pertain to that. In in regards to that, I don't find myself comparing myself to people because, as as many people know, every single trans person's story is different. How how they've led up to where they are now, what choices they've made, and all that sort of thing. I I use their stories as inspiration, Def definitely, because there are some, some things that you look at and go, oh, that's that's adorable, and how they've done that, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. But I, I've never found myself comparing anyone or mm. my, myself into my own transition, because, like I said, everyone's different. Yeah. There, there, there are times where I look at it and go, I wish I was that far, but it's, it's, it's a very minute thing. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't do that very often. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's the hard thing for a lot of people, especially when, uh, you know, a lot of us in the community that I've talked to have come in through Instagram. And Instagram is that place where you're just showing the best, you know, a lot of times yeah. filtered photos and all of that. So, and, and you always look happy and you're in the right pose and everything. Yeah. And it's, it's so easy to fall into the trap of being like, oh, that's what I should look like. That's what I should aspire to and all of that instead of yeah. being realistic about who you are and what you're going to be able to do in your own time and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really good that you were able to, to, to keep away from that, especially considering how many people you're having direct contact with and how many photos of them you're yeah. seeing and, and their story. Yeah. It's, it's why, especially for the spotlights, I don't shy away from posting the bits about where people have those really dark times. Because for many of us, we do have those dark times. It's not all sunshine and rainbows every single day. And... I don't like censoring out the bad bits just to post the good bits. It should be a bit of everything. Yeah. It's like on my own Instagram, for example, that there are posts that go that on my extreme bad days, I, I've posted exactly how I feel just because just I needed a place to get it out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and being able to share it. I had I had something like that very recently, and um, actually I chickened out and I deleted it uh, three minutes later, but yeah. um, I did need to put it out somewhere publicly at first. Yeah. I, I find it helps a lot as well. It's, 
Where, whereas a lot of people will say social media can destroy someone, it can also do the opposite. Where, where posting something like that just to get it out of your own head can be a massive weight off your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Welcome in, Memesis, and um, whoever it was that, that made the tip, thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate it. Uh, and then I wanted to also call out Jeannie. Thank you for the, the updated or changed sub. I haven't seen one of those before, but thank you so much for that and that support. Julie says, uh, what about the unicorns, though? They they always there. <laughs> I am the unicorn queen after all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it says so in my role on Discord. Yes. Um, so... You know, going back to when you came out, did you have any support from people that you weren't expecting? Were there any surprises for you with that? Well, my 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 one surprise was my dad, because because he pops into my life whenever he feels like it. When I came out and I posted it on Facebook and came out to everyone there, it really surprised me how he came to me and started trying to win Parent of the Year. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, so you disappeared for the last, like, six, seven years. Why now? <laughs> but apart from that, I didn't really have anything surprising happen. It, it was the best scenario that I could have imagined. But at the same time, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I just sort of had to do what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, that's an interesting one. But you know, hey, uh, him coming back into your life and showing up—that's that—that is something good. That's something positive. When you were, yeah. <laughs> should I let you expand on that? <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not go into detail. <laughs> that's that's a whole different story. Fair enough. When you were starting to find community and looking into that, did you have a particular role model or confidant that you turned to? Um, in in regards to my IRL, not really. Mm -hmm. I just sort of didn't have one in, in that sense. But when I yeah. came to Discord and online community, I I started idolizing the people I met first. Because I was like, oh, these people are like all seeing, knowing everything. Like, I, th I like these people. <laughs> so like Ashley, the person I met first, I, I sort of idolized her a bit because obviously she's in the UK as well. So a lot of the information she had, I could use. Yeah. And it, it became very, very useful because we'd have um, a lot of late night chats as well. And... Some of it is just a lot of banter, like, banter is fun. Oh, yeah. But, but it, it became one of, she became my very fast best friend, because literally, yeah, exactly that. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful to be able to get that from the community. I've had the same thing happen through um, the the mod squad, the, the group that I, I met through Transvengers, the same thing. And it, it's it's just I'm so grateful to be able to have this and and to for have it something online turn into like you keep saying IRL friends. Yeah, it's it's like one day I I hope to go meet people like Kara, Ashley. Like I I want to go to over to this over across the water meet you, Peach. Like everyone I've met, I want to meet at some point in my life. That's a fun trans bucket list item. I love that. <laughs> I'm just gonna add everybody to a list and just cross them off as I meet them. <laughs> yeah, we need a we need some kind of way of plotting everybody out. Yeah. Sort of like uh, the thing from X Men, right? The Cerebro. <laughs> yes. Find all the it's trans like, people. I know. I know where you live now. <laughs> uh, how far along would you say in your journey, you know, uh, big picture kind of ballpark between just starting out and done nothing else really on the, uh, in your sights for what to do next? 
Where where did you say you are? In 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 this sense of socially, I'm as happy as I can be. Like I'm I'm perfectly fine. In the sense of medically, I'm I've I've got two different surgeries wait on my bucket list to do. Okay. That's, that's gonna be fun when I get there. Mm-hmm. What's your next step? What are you most excited about next? My 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 next step is to get rid of my deck folder. Okay. <laughs> as I lovingly lovingly refer it to us. Yeah, we have a very you have a very slender neck, so it it it's, it, it's very to... prominent as, mm. as you can see there. Mm. It's, it's just it, it's it's there. Hate. As I self consciously try my best to tuck mine up high. <laughs> I found that sometimes I, some, sometimes I just wish I could just grab it and rip it out. And just be like, yep, I don't need it anymore. But it doesn't work like that, though. What are some of the key fears that you've had that you've run into during your transition, and how have you been able to overcome those? As, as with a lot of people, the key key fears I had was losing everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I was absolutely terrified of telling my mum, for example, because I thought that that would be the one thing that she'd be like, "No, fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> and I, I I I kept putting it off and putting it off and tried to tell her so many different ways, and then I just had to go bang. And at that point, I was just I I told everybody and then backed away from everything and just went, "Okay." Now's the moment if I find out if I lose everyone or not. So that was a very stressful week. Drop the bomb, then, step back, and see where the dust settles, and just kind of cross the fingers. Pretty much. Pretty much. And the, in the sense of... of and yeah, there, there, there. I speak English. But in, in, in the other sense of my other fear was never being loved again. Yeah. Like my whole dating life before that was just a mix of I don't actually know what the hell I'm doing. Uh-huh. So everyone I dated before that was just a learning curve of what I was trying to hide. Yeah. Because everything I looked in the people that I dated was things that I was trying to do myself. If that makes any sense at all. I think so. I think so. And I, I, I gen- genuinely thought that I would never be loved by anyone, anybody again once I transitioned because that would be like being viewed as incomplete or like a budget Lego set, like that, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And fast forward to now, I've, I've been engaged since... God, I forgot now. <laughs> October. <laughs> He's going to hit me for that. Mm-hmm. Um, not literally, but you know. You're just making everybody angry first. tonight. That's the... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very good at it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I never thought that I would ever be engaged with mm-hmm. someone that I've fallen head over the heels in love with. But when I first came out, I was sitting there like, this is never going to happen. Yeah. I, I won't be able to be in a relationship with anyone again. You're getting some congratulations in the in the chat now. Ooh, thank you, everybody. Yay! Um, yeah, I, you know that's a that's a fear that uh, my brain still likes to cling to. Um, I haven't had any success in dating and things like that, and I think it's a really common one. You know, it's it's yeah. it's a it's a major change, and you know, I didn't have a ton of confidence to begin with, and I think it was part of the fact was being trans and like never feeling truly like myself. So now that I'm I am, I still, you know, I just don't have that, that level of confidence in, in finding somebody and being accepted and loved as myself truly, you know, not hiding or holding anything back. I, I mean, I low-key still have that fear, but there's always that little voice in the back of my head going, you're still not complete, like, how can he love you? It's, it's amplified on those massive dephoric days that everybody gets. Mm-hmm. But it, it's 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 still there because there are days that I'm just sat there like wondering like how is this happening? Yeah. 
yeah, well, just uh, just enjoy it and live it up yeah. and enjoy the the kind of fairy tale aspect of that. If you can't believe it, it you know it it just it feels like a fairy tale, and you get to live happily it, ever after. It does. It does, That's... and I'm, I'm hoping I do. Um, have your goals shifted as you've moved along through your transition? Were there was there like a goalpost or something that you thought you were aiming towards that has has changed since you've gotten into it? That that would be how quickly I wanted to do things. It's it's like when I when I was questioning everything in school, I was like, I want to do this all at once. Mm -hmm. Like I I want to go and get GRS this that and the other all at the same time. L li little did I know back then that you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and then when I first came out, I was sitting there like, okay, I I. Started getting everything up for the NHS. Wait, just wait, sitting on their waiting list for a bit. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is gonna be fine. And then after talking to a few more people from the UK, they were just telling me how ridiculously long the wait times are. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what to hell with this? And I just went, here's some money. Give, give, give me HRT, please. <laughs> yeah, that that was kind of funny. I got to learn that from Ashley. You know that. The universal healthcare is a wonderful thing, but yeah. um, having the the way it's done, they don't have enough caregivers for trans issues, yeah. for trans um, procedures and things like that. So the waiting list in there is just ridiculously long. So you can go the private route and do it yourself, but then you're paying a lot out of pocket. Yeah. It's, it's like the service, from what I've heard, is really, really good, but it's so underfunded that they there are so many people waiting for it. Mm. Have you heard, I think she mentioned that they're adding some more caregivers. Yeah. Re re recently, they, they're opening two more clinics in the UK okay. to help, help with demand, but I, 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 I believe it when I see it. I, I'm of that mindset as... It's all, it's all well and good saying it, but it's another thing doing it. Mm -hmm. What role has therapy played in your transition? Have you been able to see a good therapist that helped you out? Therapy in the medical sense really doesn't work for me at all. I, I always get, I always let them, it's, it's weird how it works, because every time they get to anywhere near any issue or anything like that, I, I step back and go, nope, <laughs> I'm not going back now. In, in the sense of my transition, therapy played very little role in what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. I, I sort of, in the sense, I got most of what I needed from Discord and Transvengers and TCC, I've got everything I needed from that. Yeah. So I never really felt that I needed to go into therapy to talk to someone. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, if you've got the community and you've got the people to talk to and share those things with, and you've yeah. got that platform for when you do have those bad days, putting it out there and you get a good positive response, that kind of help. That's the same thing. Yeah. Um, so these days, how how confident do you feel as a woman then? Extremely confident. To, to the point where I'm just living life as I want to and really don't care about anyone else and what they think of what I'm doing. Because mm -hmm. I'm just living my life the way I've always wanted to. Is there anything these days that causes you dysphoria other than, other than the neck boulder <laughs> uh, I feel, it's hard to say because it's where, where i just mentioned i'm i don't really care about people's opinion there there are some times especially working in retail that you get all of these comments and just getting misgendered and all that yeah stuff it does get to you eventually like there are some times that you can just knock it off smile and wave and all sorts of things yeah but there is always that one person that you just want to it feels bad but 
You just want to execute them. <laughs> what have been some of the biggest hurdles in your transition? Um, that literally would be the wait times with the NHS. Because mm -hmm. it then got me to go to private care, which was already a few hurdles itself. Okay. Because then I had to find the the money to do it, and this, that, and the other, and the the, the emails back and forth was sometimes. If you have a lot of emails going through your email, emails, you miss some sometimes, and I got missed a few times. Oh. So so it was always it it was interesting, mm. but that was probably the biggest hurdle. Because going through private care was not what I planned to do at all. Yeah. But it sounds like you were able to kind of just... Just go with the flow, change the plan, yeah. and still accomplish yeah. everything. Yeah. And, and now I'm on track to save for the removal of Zed neck boulder. Uh -huh. <laughs> Hopefully have that done by the end of next year. By the end of this year, start of next year. Okay. That's 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 my working plan at the moment. Well, good. I hope you get there. Definitely. Um, of the things that you've had so far, HRT, um, any any surgeries or anything, or you know, being part of the community, anything that you've had along your transition, what would you say is has been the single most affirming for your the gender you identify as? I don't have a single most one. I have two. Whereas the first one is blatantly obvious for me is the effects that have had. I've been extremely lucky with with HRT because a lot of the effects, like like breast development, for example, happened a lot quicker than I expected to. So I was sat there like. <laughs> Give it three or four years, I'll see something. Like, I, I did not expect to have the results I had now. Mm. And then... What was, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> and then um, it's the people I've got around me as well. Like all, all of my friends from TCC and my work friends and my family. Without them, I couldn't actually do what I'm doing. Mm. And I love that you have that support and you feel that and you've been able to turn that into helping and supporting others and, you know, showcasing yeah. their stories. That's wonderful. What are some yeah. of the, the biggest learning curves that you've had, things you've had to get used to that you were that sort of surprised you in transitioning? Um, this is going to sound really silly, but it's learning how to do my makeup was the biggest one. So I'm just sitting there like, well, I don't know what this is for, what that for. I, I picked up eyeliner for the first time, was like, what do I do with this? <laughs> I have my dress sense as well, because I, I went from just grabbing whatever the hell out of the wardrobe to actually trying to put things together and being like, this this works with that, that doesn't work with this. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, I'd never done that before, so trying to figure out things that didn't make me look like I've just walked out of a char charity shop. <laughs> <laughs> Quite interesting. I had a couple rounds of that today as I was trying to get ready for the show. I'm like, what, what is going to work together? Nope, that's not going to work. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's a lot of my clothes are underneath my bed as well, so I have to lift it up and try like rummage around to try and find something and then I'll be like, hmm, this is okay, and then rummage around and try and find something. Something to match with it. <laughs> I wanted to call... Realistically, re realistically, I should, like, put outfits on top of each other. Mm -hmm. be like, I don't have to rummage anymore, but I think that's half the fun. That's a level of organized that we could all use to get to that I'm definitely not there. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that we all think we can do, but we just, mm -hmm. what we do is we sort it all out, have it nice, nice and organized for a day until the washing is done. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have um, I have a, a shoe wall that I built for myself that's that's organized because you know the, the shoes have a place now, and I put little organizer things in my underwear drawer and have my bra drawer. My underwear drawer, uh, bra drawer, and my shoes are the things that are organized. The rest is is yeah, just um, kind of a loose chaos. <laughs> Ironically, those are the three things that are organized in my house as well. Nice. Hey, you gotta have your Everything. priorities straight. If you have your, if you have the the essentials down, then the rest can can come from it. To be fair, I got a wardrobe over there. It's just nothing but dresses. Mm, nice. I like it. I like it. Um, I wanted to call out something here. We had somebody in chat. It's Alex. Let me get the number here. Um, oh, it's Alex Cruz posted that they are going to be starting their transition on Friday. So congratulations to that, Alex. I'm I'm so happy for you, Congrats. and I hope that, that you find what Isabel found in the level of acceptance and all that. And I hope you find your way that, that you feel comfortable coming out and that works out for you the best it can. That's just so wonderful that you're that you're willing and you're there and you're you're getting started. I love it. Yeah. That that is the congratulation moment right there. Yeah. Kira says uh, her her first attempt at foundation was tragic. <laughs> I still struggle with foundation. Oh, I, mine was as well. The very first time I looked, did makeup, I looked like something out of a clown show. <laughs> <laughs> it it was not very good, and I don't have pictures because of that. Mine was I kept struggling with at, at the end of the day my makeup looking kind of green. I don't know what it was, but yeah, it would look kind of sickly and green on me. Yeah. Very greasy. Um, it was it was really tough. I'd go, I'd you know get everything done in the morning and go to work, and I felt like I looked great and I felt very confident and all was good. And then after eight hours, when I came home and I was just like, "Ooh, I want to go out somewhere. I want to go out to dinner, or I want to go maybe you know yeah. do this or whatever." And I would look in the mirror and I'm like, "Oh my God, that's what I look like." And I'd feel like what I'd have to do is completely take everything off and start from scratch. And so that would just completely. Um, disincentivize me basically from going out I'd be like ah, it's too much work I, yeah. I can't so basically a lot of the times that when I went out right after work it was because I just went straight out and just ignored the mirror I never do, you ever find that you, do, you, do you ever find that you wish you took pictures of your early days of makeup um, or wish you took more I took a I took a fair few I think I I, I have enough I I yeah, I think I think there is something to be said for that, though, of, of like making sure that I took more consistent photos and things like that. Yeah, it's funny because I, I keep looking at my Instagram photos and going like, oh, it's always the same pose. But that's actually a good thing because then it's easier to compare and contrast and do those, you know, yeah, year long comparisons. I think the one thing I wish I did was took less unfiltered pictures. Because <laughs> literally all of my pictures, I use photos for just just to take away the prominence of the Z neck boulder. Because the more I can do to squish down my face to hide it, the better. Uh -huh. But at the same time, I wish I didn't because then I can see the comparison when I have got rid of it. Yeah. And that's one thing that I've I've definitely uh, really tried hard to do. I have a I have a trans friend that is always even in photos and in videos is always very filtered, and I have major problems with with a lot of stuff going on in my face. Like I have a lot of of issues personally. Um, yeah. But it's important for me to to put the real thing out there for people to see. You know, as yeah. I I, I think. I have a perspective of it. It's, I don't care so much. It's me, and it's important for other people to to be able to see the the truth. And um, and I don't want to. I don't want to fake that. that. That's one of my new goals for this year: is to try and stop posting filtered pictures. Mm -hmm. I might I might post the odd one because some of those Snapchat filters are cute as anything. <laughs> But but at the same time, 
like like you said, I want I want to put the real me there because yeah. When look, look, looking back in it on it in five years or so, I want to actually see me, not this like happy dog face or something. <laughs> like I I actually want to see who, who I was back then. Like for example, I've got one picture of before I transitioned. Uh -huh. Everything else is gone. Yeah, that that's a pretty common one. A lot of people uh, didn't like having pictures taken before before they realized they were trans. Even they didn't even they didn't even get it. But yeah, those yeah. they weren't interested in getting those those photos taken. So I think that's that's another really really common one. Yeah, I I, I went through all of my school life refusing to have my picture taken and flat out like covering my face and everything. Mm. I I just wouldn't have it. I even. I even made up a lie about something about my mum allowing my picture to be taken at school <laughs> just so I could get out of doing it. Yeah. Which was quite fun. Because <laughs> the amount of time, because they never followed up on it. They never asked her. So they just point blank assumed what I said was gospel. <laughs> which was quite fun. I love a couple of things that Rennie said when she started, um, she was kind of struggling with it and it came out with a look that looked like Peg Bundy from Married with Children, <laughs> the kind of overdone look. And I think that's a, that's another very common theme. And then, uh, she has, she has a similar experience to you, Isabel, is what we were talking about before the show with eyeliner. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I'll ever figure out eyeliner <laughs> without making it look like I've been punched in the face. Oh, um, yeah, Mira, I missed your note. Go ahead and, and yeah, give everybody a bunch of points. Let's do another, um, let's, let's go ahead and do 500 for now. Um, thank you for reminding on that. Um, I missed that a second ago. Let's see what else was there. Um, everybody likes points. Yes. Yes. Especially since you can use them to enter the, the, the droid giveaway. Ooh. But yeah, we were talking about. I gotta get I gotta get in on this short giveaway. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. The best way is is for but is by subscribing. You get a boatload of points for for the sub, and then um, as you're watching the show, you get more points than everybody else does while you're watching. But um, but there's there's just lots of ways to get points. So anybody gets to to get in there. Thank you so much for the follows. We've gotten a couple. Um, Tiana Nicole. God, I love that name. Wow. And um, I haven't spoken Anna, to her Alana. in ages. Oh, and <laughs> thank you for the sub, Isabel the Lass. <laughs> no worries. You know. I haven't spoken to Tiana in ages. Mm. Hi, Tiana. She's new to me. I haven't met her yet, I don't think. Welcome in. Thank you so much for coming. She's one of my friends on Facebook. And I haven't spoken to her in ages. We used to sit and play just talk on Skype for hours. Mm -hmm. Alana loves you says I finally came to terms with my identity and I use she her pronouns. Welcome in. I'm, I'm so glad to hear that you're embracing yourself and I hope it goes well for you. Welcome in. Much, much power to you. Yes. Um, we have a wonderful community here. Um, it, there's a pop up that comes up every once in a while. I'm sure Mira will just bring it up. But I have a Discord server where we've got a nice little community that we're growing there. Another one that pops up here and there is for uh, Trans Community Center, which you can hit by just exclamation point TCC or exclamation point Discord is mine. Um, some great communities there for you. Um, Julie points out that, Isabel, you're not supposed to be able to see the chat. I can't see the chat. So you were able to... I, I've, I've hit the collapse button on the chat, so I can't see it. Nice. She is following the rules. <laughs> All right. I'm getting off track here. Um, I'll try and get back to some of the comments here in a second. But moving on... Uh, the biggest softball question of, of all of them in, in the list here. How do you feel that transitioning has affected your mental health? Ooh, literally life-saving. Mm. Like, it, it got to the point where it was a choice between a, a lot of dark thoughts or actually doing what I've always wanted to do. 
Yeah. I, I'd rather not get into detail about that bit, but no. that, that's, that's the choice I had, is it was just getting darker and darker, and it was just spiralling and spiralling, and it got to the point where I had to do something about it. Mm -hmm. I, I could not hide it anymore. Another common thing, I think, for us trans people, definitely, and, um, you know, the, the thing that's been a little frustrating for me, but it's it's just a reality of it, that coming out and living as your true self doesn't necessarily mean that those dark thoughts go away entirely. You still have little oh, no, bouts of it, but it's you know it's having that that community to lean on and to speak to and to help remind you that you're doing the right thing and you're great and you're yeah. on a on a great path. Very that, That's why I found the Discord communities that I have joined to be so instrumental in how I've played out my transition. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think without them, I would be where I am now. I'd, I'd, st I'd, I'd be transitioned to a point, but I'd still be a lost sheep. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know which direction to go or who to talk to or what to do. Mm -hmm. I'd just be like, okay, I'm transitioned, now what? <laughs> that, that would have been me. Yeah. I wanted to point out that Tiana said, Isabel, love you, old friend. So proud of you. Uh oh much love mm -hmm. and now that the mods have brought up both discords now the the bot the automatic bot is is bringing them up too <laughs> but bad timing it's, it's just added reason to join mm -hmm. yeah it it it's fate you must join it now yes in it did this one's kind of a fun one let's see if this brings up anything different for you, from you than what you've answered already. In what ways has transitioning lived up to your expectations? And are there any ways where it hasn't, where it's 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 been different than the, what you were hoping for? Um, I don't know. Let's see, if, see where I put it in my notes. can't remember what I said. <laughs> in, in regards to lived up to my expectations, Again, I'm gonna say it was it was life saving because with, without doing it, I, I don't know where I would have been. Mm -hmm. And how it hasn't is mentioned earlier. I thought I, I was sitting there thinking I'll be able to do this all extremely quickly and I'll be able to bash it all out one after the other, or. As I naively thought in school, I could just go and literally walk into hospital and get it all done all at the same time. Yeah. But it, this, the, the timeline I thought it, thought I would be able to do things was nowhere near of what it was actually going to be. Because mm. like, I didn't know that you have to be on HRT so many years to be able to go and do certain other things and all that sort of thing. Yeah. It just became a sort of, okay, well, this was not what I expected, but <laughs> I'm rolling with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, as we start to get to the end of this section to wrap it up, I've got my my favorite question. And you promised that you have got a good story, especially since you've um, chosen multiple. <laughs> how, oh, did, yeah. how did you choose your name? I, I will start from the beginning and work my way up, because that is the only way it makes sense. All right. <laughs> so, obviously I have my birth name. Yeah, that, that, that's just my birth name. And then I, I changed it about, I can't remember when I changed it actually, 2018? Okay. Just because I was like, well I'm going to come out with bi, so I was like, okay, well I changed my name just to sort of new name, new me, that sort of thing. Okay. I was like, this is the best way to sort of free myself and see if that was what this will um, hide th what I was feeling. Because I, I was desperately trying to hide it just because it was starting, starting to bubble. Mm. Ow, I just banged my toe. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> But no, I was just starting to hide it and hide it, and it was bubbling and bubbling. And I was like, "Well, I, I changed my name, come out of by that, that will sort it all out, and everything will be ironed over, and it'll be okay." 
I won't have to worry about it again for a little bit longer. Yeah. Why was I wrong? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't do it yet. I can't. I just constantly kept saying to myself, I couldn't do it yet. I was going to do it. I did, I kept saying to myself, I was going to do it, but I was like, eh, it could wait a little bit longer. And then, after the events of when I was talking to my coworker about being trans, and it was, well, no, it was before that. <laughs> I've just been in training for it now. Before that, I, I was helping some someone on that randomly was gifting me a few things on Facebook. I went over to her house and started helping her doing her decorating, like painting her front room and whatnot. Okay. Because she was just moving out. And I was just asking what, what my name was and and obviously pronouns and that sort of thing. She was extremely nice to me. And I told her I haven't settled on my name yet. And she was like, okay. So a few, a few hours went by as we were talking, getting to know each other a bit more. Mm. And she was like, "But well, I'm just going to call you Belle then because you remind me of Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And I'm just like, that sounds adorable. And I was like, okay. So, so a, f a few more days went by and I was like, do you know what? I like that too much. So I'm just going to be like, this is my name now. Uh-huh. And then... I then I was looking at it on a piece of paper and Belle just didn't fit for me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to search for names that include Belle. But, and Isabel was the first one. Oh, nice. So I picked that. My middle name, which is extremely cute. Because hmm. that, that came from what... Because I asked my mum what she would have called me if I was born female. Yeah, I love those. And And... I, I deliberately set that as my middle name, so I now it's about Evie May. Nice. That's very, very sweet. interesting story. But it's all over the place. Yeah, well, and and I I, I love that. Yeah, you 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 were you reminded her of of Belle. Um, obviously you didn't have your your like, hooded cloak there with you, otherwise you might have got more of a Red Riding Hood kind of a thing. <laughs> or Elsa. Elsa, yeah, that's true. These days, yeah. <laughs> very true. Um, <laughs> embarrassed about that, but we'll move on. Um, yeah, and I, I love I love uh, Isabel for you much better than Annabelle. Yeah, I, I I was torn between a few, but I can't remember exactly which ones they were because after I settled on Isabel, I just went, you know what, off off to the bin with you. I don't like these names anymore. <laughs> I think one one of them was Annabelle. I think another one was Emily. And another one was, um, I think now, uh, no, I can't remember the rest. <laughs> there, there were five names that I was going to choose from. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a good thing you didn't go with Emily because, uh, that one's taken. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> no, there are so many of us. Uh, I thought I'd chosen something really nice and unique at first and then i realized that i was not so congratulations on actually finding something that that is pretty rare and you are the isabel i know and i love that that wasn't any intention oh welcome in charlotte hey hello hello hope you're having a great night did i say hi to rosa too by the way hi rosa not that i need to say hi we've been talking all day but you know whatever <laughs> Hello again. Hello again, and more, and still, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, that was another one. Ro I was gonna. Qu I I was thinking about Rose because I I was watching a lot of Doctor Who at the time. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's got a a wonderful bell tie-in as well, too. Yeah. Isabel Rose would have worked, but I like what I like that you went with what your mom would have called you. That's so sweet. Yeah. A peach roof asks, and I don't think this is a question for you, but more for the audience or or myself. Is is there anything that Isabel says that isn't cute? And I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything on that list. Except uh, when she's, I'm sure I can think of something. <laughs> I mean, she has mentioned murdering people a couple times, so maybe that's not super cute. But the the way she says it still kind of is. 
I, I, I would be the cutest murderer. Be like, hi! <laughs> yeah, that's what, what Jeannie says. She, she cutely hinted at executing people. <laughs> in, in a nice way. Yeah. People are commenting on your voice. What uh, work did you do and how did you get to where you are with your voice? This is gonna make. This is either gonna make a lot of people jealous or or not. But I haven't done any work on my voice at all. Oh wow! L literally everything I've done with my voice is all self-taught. Everything I've done is just something I've tried to do over the years. Okay. And I've always, always, well, I say always. Apparently, I've always talked femininely anyway. Hmm. But the the only point of reference I have is right two three year old Twitch clips, mm. which show my voice two three years ago, okay. and it is borderline unrecognizable. Yeah, which is really cool, but at the same time really scary because it's like, am I the same person or is this just two different things? Yeah, I've been kind of shocked by that. I've been I've been trying but n but up until very recently i don't feel like i've been putting a ton of effort into it and i i wasn't feeling like i was having any results and um i was looking at back at the first episode of the show and, and already it's my voice is a lot more the way i like it so yeah you just keep just keep plugging away and and you know eventually over time it just it gets yeah. higher you keep playing with it i i'm, I'm thinking of of going into um do, doing some voice training and stuff just to see if I can push it any further, but I'm I'm quite happy with where I am at the moment. Mm. Yeah, that, I I don't know I don't know what else I can do to it. Mm. Yeah, I keep mentioning it, and you know I I feel like I still have a lot of work that I want to do on it, and everybody keeps telling me that that my voice sounds great, so I don't know. So that just it means does. anything else that I gain from here is just going to be like extra frosting on top of the cake. I love that. Yeah. Now, um, I've... um, sorry. Now in in chat, you're getting entered into a death match between you and Rosa for the cutest voice. And and it's and the thing is, is it's a perfect matchup because it's it's the balance of both cutest voice and cutest accent at the same time. So. I I, I mean British people do have cute accents. So long as you're down south. <laughs> All right. Um, and then the the final question we have for, for my set is, what advice do you have to pass on to young or closeted trans people? It, I, I want to echo what you said earlier, is there, there isn't a timeline that someone can force onto you. You have to do everything in your own timeline at your own pace. You just don't ever let someone pull you out of where you need to, where you are now, to push you into a position where you are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Is you should only do something when you're ready to do it, not when someone else tells you to. Yeah. Because because the moment you do that, it you get to the point where you're not ready. And it just, it can fall apart. You you have to do things when you need to mm -hmm. and when you're ready to do it. Yeah. I also love this, um, something else that, that you had mentioned in the pre-interview that was sort of the opposite, the, the other end of that, um, that the point when you come out isn't going to end the world. Yeah, and, and it won't. Because a lot of us go into it thinking we're going to lose everybody, everything's going to, we're going to lose our job, we're going to lose our, our popularity at school, all, all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always end up like that. You, you should not ever think the worst case scenario because it's... You might end up having the best case scenario where every single person around you is pushing you forward rather than just walking away from you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I, it's not going to be the end of the world. 
I definitely found that as well, that the people that might have struggled with it or whatever just kind of like stayed back and were quiet. But the people that were supportive came out of the woodwork and were very vocal and very supportive and, you know, kind of triggering those feelings of, oh, I wish I'd come out sooner. You know, that you can't have come out sooner because just like you said, you have to do it on your own timeline. You have to be ready for it because there will be consequences. There is some loss that will happen. There are things to struggle through. So you have to be do it on yeah. your own timeline. But I, I, I'm pretty sure that you'll find the same thing that when you come out, um, <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll kind of wish you'd done it a little sooner, that people will really support yeah. you well. It's, it's like my story, for example, I, I wish I came out in school, but the school environment I was in, it would have been detrimental to me to do it then. Mm-hmm. Like, like just, just because of the type of people that I went to school with would have crucified me for it. Okay. Yeah. Which is why I just sort of suppressed it and suppressed it. And... Then I got to a point where I was comfortable at work, and I was like, well, I can do it now, but I just need that little bit of push. And when I went to the, that Pride event, I was like, okay, people can actually do this. So I was like, it's my time now. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to have that that catalyst. I really I really appreciate that you had that in your life to, to give you that that jump forward yeah. and then you found the community afterwards to, to support you and get you through it. That's great. What a wonderful story. That's, that, that's why I used the incredibly trans page to inspire others to, to push themselves to do what they need to do when they need to do it. Cause if they see someone's story that might be similar to their own, it might help them just that little bit more. Yeah to come out when they're ready absolutely the whole point of this show too thanks for listening to this episode of the transgender show from the transverse network watch the full video version of the show live tuesday nights at twitch.tv slash the transverse and be sure to catch our slate of other great shows there as well if you love what we're doing and want to support the transverse you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash the transverse